the Tale of Time podcast, the podcast where we read your stories here, stuck in the self-checkout line at the grocery store. <laughs> Luckily, in this self-checkout line, we met a beautiful, lovely young mother named Ashley Real. Hello, Ashley. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. You look great. Thanks for coming on the show. Oh, we really hey. appreciate it. Yeah. How you doing? What are you doing in the self-checkout line? It looks like you have... This looks like you have more than 10 items, miss. So I don't... I think that you should... <laughs> That's a lot of I don't know about... Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Much I have two mouths to feed on top of... I don't know, me and my husband, so four Dave's mouths like to feed. Five yeah, mouths, so. I mean, Dave's like 20 mouths. No, okay. <laughs> no, I have a lot of mouths to feed, so yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here in the self-checkout line. Uh, I don't I don't like judgment either because, you know, my baby's a formula baby, and that's like... A lot coming at us right now. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. So, that's good. Yeah. Yep. That's really good. Well, thanks See for coming on. It's a, where's, <laughs> Guys, she has a baby. <laughs> I don't know. Where's your husband, though? Help? Shouldn't he be helping you out with all these groceries and stuff? And... Uh, no, my husband is a police officer, so he is around the clock working. That's funny. We had a police officer on the show once before, and uh, we yeah. actually didn't... Trash. <laughs> <laughs> Worst <Yeah>. guest ever. <laughs> I feel like every episode we bring out... out no, he's legendary. <laughs> Dave Real is... We almost named the podcast the Almost Dave Real Podcast. Yeah. All right, well, we are your hosts. I'm Andrew Brunick. To the left of me is someone who needs to put the candy back. It's the right. You get Jake, it wrong every time. Well, still, you don't need the Twix, so you can put it back. That's right. I'm just like, okay. And to the other side, which is not the right, the left, whatever, uh, is someone who looks good in jorts, Dan Palmer. So we have little Livion, born March 12th of this year. She's absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. She is, um, I think I'm going to be one of those. Do you ever lie on the news when you read about the women that steal other women's babies. You're gonna steal my baby. I'm gonna steal your baby. So you're gonna be the godfather that steals the baby. I am gonna. Come, I'm gonna you come to me. We can we can create a podcast. story about that and then bring it on for a later time. We could the juicy. That sounds real Ooh. juicy. <laughs> you should come on once a month and then just tell like juicy juicy stories. Oh. You is come it, on here the day friend? of our podcast. I'm the godfather. <laughs> this little baby. You bring this baby to me. I love this little baby. This baby's a little child. Look at her. With a little, with a little, on a little pacifier and a little hands, doing a little baby hands for, things. For Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> um, our four, oh yeah, hold on. Our fourth Jeff, our fourth host Jeff got stuck in the frozen foods uh, freezer, so he's there. In case you were wondering. It is hot, yeah. so it's, no, yeah. He's, uh, he's got the right idea. But, uh, I, think, I think he licked one of the. One of the shelves, uh, so like he's stuck there. You know what I mean? Oh, Is that yeah. what happened? I mean, I dared him, and like he didn't say anything. He just did it. Well, who left him alone? I told you to go with him. You know I that. Like, I, I told you. you what do you mean? I just told you that I was with him and dared him to do it. But why? Why would you? You know that you're responsible for him, and you uh, just you did that blatantly. Yeah. I can't. This is why. This is why you always get stuck. This is why he's never on the show. Well, maybe this is your fault. Somebody come with me, and why do you leave me alone with Joe? Because I don't know, man. He looks up to you. All right. Why is that? I, he likes you, dude. Just be a good big brother to him, okay? Uh, do we want to do our sponsors real quick? Uh, before we get started, we'd like to thank a few people for their help with this podcast. The book, Pace and Method Piano, Pace and Method Teaches Creativity. Uh, and Matthew Hayducky, the very talented graphic artist over at tpublic.com. Uh, today's topic is... Babies! <laughs> babies! 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 Why are there so many bullets under, underneath it? Oh, you're supposed to write stuff there, but you guys never do that anyway, so. Well, how are we supposed to write We're doing the photo shoot, and... 
No, All right. Here. So, um. Oh, you mean with this pen that you provide with us every time? Yeah. Maybe you went to. Uh-huh. If you went to the grocery store to beforehand, you wouldn't have been here wondering, you know, what to put in Well, we came Did forward. you pick up pens? Like. Uh, do they sell pens in the grocery store? Is that yes, a thing? Yes, they do. Yeah, you know. Can we go office pens. section? Yeah, do that for the rest of the podcast. God, I hate you. I hate both of you so much. You made me swear in front of my goddaughter. That's how much I hate you two. I need a sip of, uh, can we open this in the checkout line? Do yeah, they, yeah. All right, that's fine. All right, they're not going to care. daddy's that. juice. Daddy's, we'll let him continue that over there. All right, so the first question I guess I have is, Olivia, what do you think about the current Palestinian-Israeli conflict? <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? You need to go a little bit closer to the mic. More than I would have to say about it, that's what she's opinion. Oh. We said that we wouldn't do it back in the first episode, but we've congregated together. We actually hired a producer to review it, and we decided that you are the one exception. We are going to have a children's book on the podcast. Yep. So why don't you tell us a little bit of background about this wonderful children's story, and then we'll go into it. Yeah, so um, as you guys heard, I have Olivia, and then I have little David. Little David's going to be two on the 22nd. Boom! Oh, yeah, terrible two's coming up right now. Uh, <laughs> I love him. Uh, so this story kind of came about because... Uh, when my son was born, he was born at 30 weeks because I had severe preeclampsia, which is, um, now more up and I I shouldn't say up and coming, but like more people know about it now, which is nice. A lot of, um, pregnant women are more concerned about it now. Um, but when I was pregnant with him, it wasn't really a known thing. And it's basically when you have high blood pressure, uh, your kidneys start failing, your liver starts failing. Uh, your platelets go way down. It's it's a crazy thing. I almost died. It was crazy. Um, but anyway, so my son was born at 30 weeks, and he stayed in the NICU for 66 days. And the NICU uh, is neonatal care. If anyone doesn't know what that is, which I'd be surprised if they didn't. But <laughs> um, but anyways, it's a lot of downtime that you have. I mean, you can. Basically, the whole time, you can only hold your baby for an hour or two. Um, I wasn't able to really hold my son for longer than an hour until maybe three weeks before I was able to take him home. So you do sit there. There's a lot of thinking. Oh, did my whole story? No, it's good. It's good. Okay. Um, It's a lot of thinking. And so I would go on Amazon. I'd go on Barnes & Nobles. I'm a big reader. And that's kind of what helps my anxiety. And I found that there's really no books for children on the NICU. So there's a lot of people who write about their past stories of them being in the NICU. There are children's books that are basically like, hey, here's your brother or sister. They're in the NICU and they're going to stay here a while and that's it. Um, My whole take on it was when my husband and I were thinking of having a second and the fear of going back in the NICU because preeclampsia is so unpredictable. So I could have had it, could have not. I really wanted to come up with something that was more relatable to kids so that if you read them the story, they would more, they would understand a little bit more what's going on and have a little bit more of a different flow to it than just like, hey, cut and dry, like your brother or sister is here for a couple weeks, months, however it takes. And so I came up, uh, it's mostly, again, about my son, but I, I came up with The Tiniest Superhero. So the title is The Tiniest Superhero. So let's get into it, everyone. Once upon a time, in a not-so-far place, Wonder Mommy and Super Daddy were talking by the fireplace. Wonder Mommy told Super Daddy that a miracle was in sight. 
One with 10 fingers, 10 toes, and a future so bright. Super Baby was growing incredibly fast, from a seed to a grape to an eggplant, just like that. Awaiting for August for the stork to come and swoon, Super Baby came two months too soon. Born at two pounds, eight ounces on the 22nd of June, Super Baby had to be wrapped up in a blanket, just like a cocoon. Whisked away to the NICU, as fast as the speed of light, Wonder Mommy and Super Daddy knew that this would be Super Baby's biggest fight. The NICU is where he received his cape, for he had to be in the isolate. On top of that, he had some wires and tape. Every day, Super Daddy and Wonder Mommy rooted for him to be okay, but they knew he would be since they would pray. With Mommy so brave and a daddy so strong, they knew their little superhero wouldn't be in there long. Suck, swallow, breathe was his biggest battle yet. He needed to triumph to have his release all set. Wonder Mommy stayed by Super Baby's side day and night, kangarooing him and telling him everything was all right. Growing in grams and eating in ounces, Super Baby's finally going home, the nurse announces. 66 long days it took for him to be let go, but he needed his superpowers to grow. The day he came home, his fan club cheered because they knew he persevered. Super Baby, Super Daddy, and Wonder Mommy came home safe, where they immediately all cuddled up by the fireplace. Fire, dude. There we go. En fuego. Freaking fire. So beautiful. The baby just, like, emphasizing yep. the situation. <laughs> She's like, I... Oh, oh it's about cool. That's my brother. <laughs> Andrew's my godfather. <laughs> He's That's like grandfather. Right. <laughs> Daddy? Andrew? Andrea. We asked David. My name Andrea. <laughs> my name Andrea. He's like, no, 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 no. We asked my Dave name. how he likes this story. He's like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. Your daughter came on and she said her first word on our podcast. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys have Doritos? Thing, so. <laughs> he doesn't even like Doritos, so that's false. Oh. Fake news. <laughs> do you want to do potato chips though? He does. But anyways, no, it's not uh, get sidetracked. Side no, that was a beautiful story. Thank I absolutely you. loved it. It was, it was, yeah, it was amazing even the second time around. So that was just awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I definitely, I definitely wrote it from the heart. You know, it's been oh, yeah. a big dream of mine always since, I don't know, I think since high school to write a book one day. And as much as that experience sucked, it kind of like gave me the oomph to really sit down and write this because I actually wrote that all in one day. I wow. just kind of like, you know, like it, it was when I was actually in the NICU mm. and um, I wrote or um, not in the NICU, but I was thinking about it in the NICU. And it was like a couple days after I got out of the NICU and was finally home with him and just sitting there thinking of what to do because I've been in the NICU for 66 days. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of all came out. And especially because at that time, too, I was really working with March of Dimes and just like the spirit of everything. It just kind of all came down to me in one day. Awesome. Yeah. That's really amazing. awesome. <laughs> well, and if beautiful. you want to give a shout out to March of Dimes, you yeah, can do yeah. that. What do you, yeah. what do, you do? Uh, like, so, so March of Dimes is an absolutely amazing nonprofit. 
So basically what they do is uh, they raise money for not only just babies in the NICU, but healthy babies too and healthy moms. So they actually help out a lot with um, labor and delivery. Uh, they help out getting a lot of uh, laws passed to help out women. Um, and they do a lot of research space. So they actually are the reason that preeclampsia is better known now. Um, but what they did for David and I was when I was admitted into the hospital at 29 weeks, they gave me a shot that actually helped um, kind of grow his lungs at a faster capacity. So if he was born early, which he was, uh, that he could breathe a little bit better on his own. And the amazing thing is with that shot, it's in a really expensive shot, they pay for all of it. So that's wow, not even wow. marked on my insurance or anything. So the, um, I almost got it twice, but he actually came right before I had to get it again because it has to take 48 hours in your system and then it lasts in your system for about a week and a half. So if if he stayed longer, which would have been good, I would have had to get the shot again. And then what they did with David is they uh, basically pay for all the NICUs to have CPAP, which is to help him breathing because when he first came out, he couldn't fully breathe on his own. And they also uh, help with brain scans and do testings like that. So uh, when he was a little over a week old, they were able to take him in for testing because a lot of babies, when they're born early, they'll have extra blood in their skull and mm. where their brain is. And there's different levels. So there's a level one, two, or there's a level three, four. And David luckily was a level two, which meant that there was some blood in there, but will probably get soaked up by the time he was uh, able to leave. If he was a level three or four, that means that he would probably have some type of disability when he's older, like a learning disability, because he was born so early. So it's it's really cool that March of Dimes offers that because, again, it's something I don't have to pay for. And it's something to give you a little bit better like mindset of how your child's going to be. Because just being in the NICU, it's so scary. You don't know what's going to happen. I mean, you're not really thinking of disabilities. You're more hoping that they don't pass away. But right. Uh, but yeah, it's just amazing all the products that they do. And again, like I said, they it's not just for a lot of people think it's just for the NICU, but it's for healthy moms as well. And the cool thing about March of Dimes on top of all this is they're the first nonprofit to actually find a cure for one thing and to go to something else. So March of Dimes back in the day was to help cure polio. And then once they found the cure for polio, that's when they took on to help cure or like basically to help moms find out why there's so many deaths and pregnancies. And so that's kind of what they took on. And then, again, they find more details and other different things. And that's why um, now they have research with preeclampsia. Like with preeclampsia, they found out that personally for me, the next time I have a kid, Libby, I would have a less of a chance because I was with Dave, who's my husband. If I, say, wasn't with Dave and if something happened to us and then I was with someone else and I decided to have a baby with them, I actually have just as much a chance to get the preeclampsia again as I did with David because my body doesn't like know his right, chromosome. Yeah. It's all everything. different DNA. That so, is very interesting. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm sorry to like put like kind of a crazy downer no, on no, this or whatever. No, this but exactly we, we, yeah. we know that you're fully involved in both <laughs> yeah. of you guys. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, no, but, but that um, is really, but that is very, yeah, very interesting. But March of Dimes is the ones that put in the money for the research for that. And so mm -hmm. they actually now just found two in 2018. Um, the research is still so in depth. And so it's nothing that's fully, fully released yet, but they did find that there is a gene that women can carry that 
can show preeclampsia. So if they can actually find that in later times, so it's probably going to be, I mean, 15, 20 years to be able to trace it, but that will be an amazing, amazing thing for them to be able to do because that means that could be a test that women can take while they're pregnant. So like, um, for example, when I was eight weeks pregnant with Livy, I got tested to make sure that she didn't have any kind of crazy chromosomes and we already know if she had like anything crazy going on and that could end up being one of the tests in like 20 years. Right. So it's just like your another run of the mill test that's going to be so common you can just exactly. throw a preeclampsia test in yeah. there and yeah. see whether you, I mean yeah. that's that's really cool to think that that's in our future. Exactly. Future. And I, again especially since it was only 2017 when I had David and no one knew what it was. And wow. now again, So it's come a long way It's come since a long then. way it's only since been a couple to, years. Exactly because I even now, um, ha like having Livy, so many baby books ha like have kind of revamped to talk more about it. There's so many TV shows now that talk about it too. So I know that a lot of people watch Grey's Anatomy. I believe it was one episode of that. I personally watch um, a new one called New Amsterdam. It came up four times in that season oh, wow. about someone either having preeclampsia or them mentioning it. Mm -hmm. So it's it's an amazing process because again, no one knew what it was before I had it, and now I feel like kind of every pregnant woman knows going into it. So just right. in those two years, what March of Dimes has done is incredible. And so um, that's one thing I am... Like March of Dimes is like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's Tell one thing on um, I'm hoping to do too is that uh, I am I work with the Hartford, um, Hartford County chapter and I'm hoping to like connect with them so that I could hopefully when I do publish this book uh, give a type of proceeds back because they've helped my family so much that of course I'd always want to help them out yeah, for sure that's amazing that'd be great yeah, yeah. you like could they're... even hmm. you could even send forward um, some information about them we could post it on our page yeah of course like yeah, I'll send the link, and I—I I was gonna say I don't know if this is okay, but we have a link for my son. He's—we call it the hashtag Daily Dose of David. So I could also mm -hmm. post that if anyone ever of wants course. to donate. Yeah. Um, because it all goes, of course, straight to March of Dimes. Um, and again, this book is about my son, and that's his hashtag is Daily Dose of David. So if anyone ever wants to kind of like look at his story, I don't have a blog, but it was kind of all over my Instagram at the time. So if you yeah. put in that hashtag, oh, yeah. you'll see all his growth and all his pictures. Right. Yeah. And that being awesome awesome uh thing to look into if you're interested about the topic so one question that i had about march of dimes what does the name mean um so again when it was back in the day when they were researching for polio it's called the march of dimes because their first way of um basically getting, I shouldn't say getting funds, but raising money mm -hmm. uh, was a march and they collected dimes. And so that's oh, okay. why they co called it March of Dimes. So you can actually look it up. They did um, the March Across America. There's, they even have like a Barbie in the 1980s that was created for the March Across America. And they would do it in schools, they would do it in businesses and everyone was just collecting dimes. And so that's how it kind of created its really name. That's cool. Yeah. That is really, really cool. So that's why it was also cool because they didn't really necessarily put anything about like polio. So once it was found, they could just transfer over to a new nonprofit that they wanted to discover gotcha. without changing their name. Well, thank you so much for coming on with a Wibby. Oh, yeah, Wibby. 
someone woke up again. <laughs> oh, oh, whoa. She's been excellent this entire time. Yeah, what is going on? She's fantastic. I locked out with having two really great babies. Mm-hmm. Jake is more fussy during the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know. <laughs> Um, Did you feed him though? Did you give him a Snickers or yeah, we got <laughs> my carbs? We're still in the checkout line, what so he can this? eat whatever Jim he B. wants. I don't even know where this came from. Jim Bean got some bourbon. Got some. Uh, I got uh, my baby uh, formula and diapers. Uh, Corona Extra. Good to go. Good to go. <laughs> <laughs> Into the mic. Uh. Oh, hey Jeff, you missed the entire baby story. Go back in the freezer, bud. Yeah, no. Finally but, got um, his tongue unstuck. Yeah, yeah that's great. <laughs> this is that we were all like uh, jaw dropped at the end of that children's story. That, <laughs> that was, was like wait, real. which story? Your your story. What do you mean the kids <laughs> story? The your children's story. story. What do you mean? So, are you gonna maybe bring on more children's stories? Or <laughs> uh, not, well, unless they're as good as that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, unless no, I write no. another one. <laughs> unless you write another one. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So. Yeah. Um, but we actually do have. Oh yeah, we got to plug something. What is this? Uh, so, uh, everyone at home, we're doing a uh, book giveaway, I guess. And just email us at tailtimepodcast at gmail if you want free. <laughs> And um, <laughs> we'll send you a free book that ma- best matches your uh, eh, free book, you know, whatever. Whatever, we'll give you a free book or something. They actually know. are good we at that. Andrew really just awesome gave books. me a free book, and I already read some of it, and I was like, "Wow, he knows me so well." <laughs> <laughs> and at first, yeah. I like at first uh, I really books are over there, they're behind you. <laughs> at uh, first, really, I looked at it and I was like, "Really, Andrew? A picture with a picket fence on it? Like oh, how like so how basic do you think I am without reading it?" And I'm like, "God, he knows me so well." <laughs> it's literally. <laughs> Perfect. So, so much. Thank you so much for coming on the Tail Time Podcast. If you have a podcast to yourself, uh, um, you can okay. uh, send in your college um, enrollment essays. There we go. Killing it. You can send in uh, what you wrote for your high school um, senior year quote. Oh, that's a good one. That's right. a really good one. Right. You can send in, um, you know, the poetry jam that you made in first grade. I know my kids are are doing some great poetry books. Right. My the kids that I work with at school. Right. Or uh, you could send in even, uh, I guess, a children's story if it's top notch. Yeah, exactly. You have to go off mine. If it's up so. to and you need to have a baby. You need to have a baby. <laughs> the uh, baby sounds really made the book. And where do we hey, submit tattoo to? Tattoo artists don't, you know, not have tattoos. So come on. Yeah. Come on now. That is true. Tailtimepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, give us, even if you just want to say hi, whatever, just send us something. All right. Thank you so much. Good night. Thank you.